What's up, you fuckers? Yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? And that's where... <laughs> and then I play the music... What's up, you fucking anime nerds, and welcome back to the Oyasumi X Anime Podcast. Uh, it's the season of anime awards, or mostly the Crunchyroll awards, uh, but because those are usually dog shit, we've decided <laughs> to put together our own <laughs> top anime of the last year and a quarter. Um, for those who are not quite sure how long that is, it's basically when Chainsaw Man came out uh, a, little <laughs> over, a little over a year ago, up until not this current season, but last season. So... Um, yeah, we just want to talk about a bit about what shows we really think uh, were the best ones, especially if you're new to anime and you're, or you're, you know, maybe starting to dig in and you want to watch, like, you know, what's what's popping right now, what's good, what we think is good. Um, this episode is for you. Who uh, are we joined with today, Ray? That's we're the real question. By the boys, Parker, Brittany, and Dylan. Brittany's Whoa. one of the boys, as That's it were. That's right. Hey. <laughs> boy. Uh, and uh, the way we've done this is uh, we've basically put together our top four uh, for each of us, and then we picked one sleeper pick, uh, which we'll like we'll reveal once we get there. But none of you, we don't know each other's sleeper pick yet. The sleeper but, um, pick isn't meant to also just be good. It could be bad. It could be just an okay yeah. anime. It could be anything. It's just whatever we wanted to just talk about. Just, yeah, like a notable one from the last year that we're like, hey, you know, I want to talk about this. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess we'll just jump into it. Um, what, do we want to go in order? Dylan, do you want to start with your... Yeah, with I yours? can start. I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so my number one rated anime of the year, probably a surprise to no one, is Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen Season 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I personally think I liked the first arc with uh, Gojo and uh, the one girl. I liked that yeah. part just as much, if not more, than the Shibuya arc. That's a uh, crazy thing to say. <laughs> see, my thing is, I, I, I think I liked that arc bet. I liked Shibuya better, but I liked the opening to that one better. True. The it third opening so many, is objectively better. It has so, so many hard. good moments. Uh, like the ending of episode three of season two, when, uh, when Gojo's getting that girl back into the tower, and they play the ending music, and then the plot twist happens, and they suddenly cut the ending music, and there's like four more minutes of the episode. Just <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. wild ride. Yeah, it was it, kind it, of it is say. very rare that I see moments like that in anime, but I like my jaw was legitimately on the floor. Um, yeah, I think overall kind of, I was I was biased going into it. Jujutsu Kaisen is probably my favorite shonen series that I've ever seen. I think the premise mm -hmm. is really cool. I like all of the characters. I love the movie. I went to see the movie like three times when it was in theaters, and I've watched it a couple more now that it's on Crunchyroll. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and it's it's just a really, really high-quality series. I can't recommend it enough. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever in an anime, like, physically felt so bad for the animators. Because <laughs> oh, <poor Mafa. laughs> there was, I think it was like one of the last. Well, it was like towards the ending of the second of the Shibuya arc, and there's that one 20 minute episode where it's just nonstop, just like insane animation. I'm like, this episode must have took two years to make, or it should have took two years, <laughs> but it's Mappa, so yeah, I never well, felt physically horrible for the animators who had to animate that episode <clears throat> they're taking their time because season three is not supposed to come out till 27 or whatever shout out so, thank god uh yeah likely because of an anime world that dylan will get to later um but yeah mm. the animators were definitely super overworked but regardless this the season which is also on my list and parker's list yeah <laughs> uh i mean i think if you're an anime fan you would have to be under a rock to not know that this is like the this was the biggest anime of the, the last year launch. like way bigger than demon slayer way bigger than you know aot yeah. even Chainsaw Man or whatever. it was well yeah it was not ideal but yeah this season was really fun to watch uh as it came out because it was just yeah. every week yeah. i would go into work and i'd be like oh you guys watch a new app and you'd be like dude because <laughs> it's just every <laughs> episode so from start yeah. to finish is just but yeah, it's incredible. It did so, go crazy. Even despite like the the like incomplete episodes and whatever else, I think this it's definitely yeah, it's it's like the most notable show probably of the last year. So Yeah, 100%. I think it's probably right up there with Parker's number one that we can get into. Yeah. So uh for the longest time and I've, we watched Bochi, and I've talked about how much I loved Bochi, but, like, this anime, like, surpassed Bochi for me. And that was, mm -hmm. fri that was Free Ren, Fry Ren, however you want to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm big fantasy fan. I think fantasy is probably my number one genre of anime. I just yeah. liked it. I just liked the feel for it. And Fry Ren's definitely, like, the best fantasy anime I've ever seen. It's mm -hmm. so, it's just so incredibly good. I think it has something for everyone for, like, when it comes to fantasy. Because, um, for me, I just, like, it's just all, it's just so good. If you haven't started watching Fryron, I would recommend it. I think it's just, I think the story's really good. I think the characters are really good. I think all the fight sequences, how the magic works, how the world works. Just, like, everything about it is just, like, top-notch. And from what I've heard, it's, like, even better than the manga, which is like, I heard which that already too, yeah. like kicked ass apparently. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I, on the other hand, am not a fantasy fan at all, uh, which I think is why it took me a little longer to start this show, even though so many people had been like, "This is this show's insane." Yeah. Uh, this is one of those shows that like got instantly hyped, kind of like Oshinoko or like Chainsaw Man or whatever, where it's just automatically the number one episode on my anime list <laughs> yeah um yeah. but i think unlike those ones this show is a lot it casts it just casts a much wider net than those shows yeah um i really feel like this is such a safe recommendation for literally anybody um it doesn't even matter if you're an anime fan or not it's just it's a really really good concept it's not you know it's not too much of anything it's not too much action or romance or yeah. too cheesy or you know it's it's just really well balanced and uh yeah the production and everything is amazing too 
it would have been on my list, but I want to wait for it to finish. Um, but the I way I have wait. it, <laughs> the way I have this show described on my anime list is that it's just basically a flawless show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, what's crazy to me is because I like I think of Bochi and Fryren as like my top two anime that I have loved in a long time, and I mm. like both, and they're both by the same director. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Which is kind of uh, crazy. He just kind of went nuts with it. Yeah. That Those is both, really <laughs> crazy. Sick. It shows like that guy has such a wide range because Bochi and Freerun are both really, really good from a directive standpoint, but for completely different reasons. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say too, I'm in the same boat as Ray. I'm really not much of a fantasy fan. I really was when I was a kid and I read so many fantasy novels and watched so many fantasy movies that I think the genre to me is just a little tired. I find it really tropey and a lot of things in fantasy shows I've seen played out before. Uh, and Freerun is really good about subverting a lot of those expectations. The way I've described the show, in case you actually do live under a rock, is uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be what happens at the end of your favorite JRPG, more or less. What happens yeah. to the hero's yeah. party after the world is saved and after peace is restored everywhere. And it mm-hmm. just does a really, really good job with that concept. It takes itself seriously in moments where it needs to, but it's not afraid to sprinkle in a joke every once in a while that actually yeah. pretty much yeah. always land with me. Yeah. Um, and the characters, I haven't really had a problem with any of the characters so far in the yeah. show. I found everyone to be really likable, and their perspectives and backgrounds make sense when it comes to their actions. Yeah. Uh, Freerun would have been on my list Especially because I just finished the show, or caught up to <laughs> current on Saturday, like three days ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I only left it off because I wanted to talk about more shows and bring some spotlight to maybe some things that didn't get so much recognition. But, mm. Freerun to me is the show of the year. Yeah. I'm so excited for next... It's not going to be in this awards because it came out in the fall, but I'm excited for next year awards. It probably would have been on my list, but I tend to watch certain anime with Sean, of course. So this is like one of those where we want to watch it together and he's really busy, but I have watched a few episodes. I've told told the boys, like, if I wanted to, I could have just put it on the list, even just watching two episodes because I've seen clips and stuff. I know a lot of context, like... I already know the anime is going to be probably one of my top anyway, this but is, uh, I'm going to hold off. I'm putting it on my list. Yeah, so don't no be surprised sh- if we uh, if we watch this anime on the pod because yeah. it's just amazingly good. It, it's another one of those shows where I come in every week and I'm like, oh, do you watch the new Freerun episode? <laughs> uh, but we Rare. like gush about so it for good. different reasons, you know, because it's, it's not just like an action or... Yeah, uh, something like JJK. It's got a lot of elements to it. So I just, just touching. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, and just touching on like Dylan's thing, uh, how Freerun is like what happens after a JRPG party. This is like it really homes in on that fact. For instance, Freerun herself is an elf, so yeah. it it does things racially based. Like yeah. most of her party were like humans, so you see like the passage of time go. Where as an yeah. elf, she doesn't age. As, like, a dwarf, her other party member doesn't age as much as she does. But all the humans, of course, will age over time. 
And it really shows like what happens as years go by and how fast like time can just go by. Yeah. yeah. I also very... like that concept of like um, life in the life from the perspective of basically an immortal. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. she's she's not immortal. She has mm-hmm. a lifespan, but like for the context of the anime, she's essentially like an immortal. Yeah. It, uh, it... And I kind of like that concept of life in the from the perspective of an immortal and how like uh, 10 short years, like 10 short years to her, uh, which is like just a blip in her lifespan, like had such like has such an effect on her as you like watch the mm-hmm. anime throughout. I really, I, it's so good. I think what's crazy, um, if I can just tell a real short, funny story about Fryron, uh, before we continue, I think what's crazy is we were at Anime Expo, we were walking around, and we mm-hmm. saw a booth for Fryron, and this was right after we got out of watching the premiere of Delicious and Dungeon. Yeah. And we're like, what's Fryron? It's a Delicious and Dungeon clone. Yeah, <laughs> we saw the because one of the cutouts of the dwarven character looks like one of the characters from Delicious and Dungeon. Osenshi. Yeah, I mean, Osenshi. And to my knowledge, there wasn't that much hype like for Free Ren before it came out, but then when it came out, it kind of it kind of popped off. Yeah, it kind of popped off. It kind of like pulled its own weight. So and I thought that was that's just, how you know. I just thought show. that was really funny. Is that we were like, what the fuck? Was, like back when we were in animates, we were like, what the fuck is Free Ren? I don't know. Yeah. This will come out. So anyway. And there you go. Let's talk about Ray's favorite farming show. My favorite far dude, Farm Saga. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Vinland Saga is my anime of the year. Um, by a, a good amount, I think. Um, I say that as someone who didn't love the first season of Vinland Saga. Like, I thought it was good, but the suspension of disbelief is a little high when there's, like, this child 1v9-ing, like, <laughs> giant Norwegian soldiers, you know? And I understand it from a writing perspective. It, it does make a lot of sense. But I'm like, bro, he's a kid with daggers, and there's, like, 12 guys that are all ripped and with swords, and he's just, like, killing all of them. Um, but season two... I, I mean, I wasn't even going to watch it, to be honest, but um, it basically completely shifts gears, and now, uh, like, the protagonist is just older, and it's it's talking about completely different things. Um, I don't know. I think this show is kind of like AOT in that I can't think of another show that talks about what it's talking about mm. in the same way that it does. It just approaches like violence and war and and guilt and everything like that in a very very unique way um and this season was just an absolute masterpiece like it was i yeah i couldn't believe it um i feel like if you you know if you like action shows uh you will definitely like the first season of this (laughs) and you might be surprised by the second season because the second season is very much uh, about not killing and, and trying to find peace and dealing with guilt. And there's a lot of stuff in it. It is pretty heavy. Um, I'm really excited for next season. I thought this, yeah, this season was really dope. I've heard so. it was polarizing in the fact that the first season was all about revenge and then the second season's all about what do you do after revenge is over? You go to farming. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. <laughs> Well, he didn't... <laughs> He didn't choose to farm, but yeah. <laughs> ha- well, he has to rebuild his like nation or something, right? Is that like yeah? The loose uh, so this show like 
it follows a kid who basically uh, is kind of forced to become a warrior and he's kind of on this revenge path and you follow that revenge path through season one um, and then the revenge path ends and it ends maybe not exactly how you think it would um, and then essentially he gets enslaved <laughs> so that's why he's on a nice. farm in season two uh, and so now he must awesome. tend to the fields um, and this shows like he basically meets another slave and the other slave is someone who was basically a civilian and who was affected by, you know, all the warring, all the battling. Um, and so he hates warriors with like a burning passion. Mm. Um, and so that dynamic between the two of them and then of course, like the slave owners and the other, there's a whole hierarchical thing that happens. It's really, really good. Um, and of course, it's MAPA, so they overwork their animators <laughs> and everything. So the production's insane. Like, yeah, uh, definitely watch it. It's it's a bit longer because it's two two core seasons now, I think. But mm-hmm. um, absolutely worth the watch. What about you, Brittany? What was your anime of the year? <laughs> well, like I said, I was trying to be unique, but I can't be unique with this one. I actually really like Link Click season two. I just couldn't not put it at the top. It's also re- like recency bias, of course, because like that yeah. was one of the later things we saw. But I was so happy to see that it was this year. Just I'm just happy you awesome didn't say season one. Well, it well season one was, oh, was like this year. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, season one's from years ago. No, but Link Click honestly has become one of my favorite anime. And I thank Ray for that one because I wasn't, I wanted to watch it, but I wasn't going to like, watch it by myself probably like it's one of those things where you're like i want to watch it but then you don't yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because ray forced this forced our hands here (laughs) now it's become the top anime i forced parker to watch it (laughs) i had never i've never heard of lane play i I liked i liked season two i i rated season two highly i just didn't Uh, like season one i won't go too much into it of course just because we've already you know, reviewed Link Click thoroughly. But for those who didn't watch that episode, uh, Link Click is about two people who can access memories through photos and they can go back in time in a sense and then change things to alter the future, even though they're not supposed to. But that is the whole premise of the show. And it gets so deep in season two. Yeah. And it's just so... It's so amazing. Like, the end is... It, it, it definitely is something. It, I'm not saying it's bad. It just definitely is something yeah. to, like, look yeah. at. Season, season two is such a thought. I, lo- like, I, I loved yeah. season two. As much as I shit on yeah. it in our episode, I did love season two, but season yeah. one It was just so exciting that I want to watch season three, season four, etc. Yeah. I'll probably watch season three. Yeah. This, uh, as soon as it I, drops, I'm going to watch it. The show definitely <laughs> almost made my top four, too. Um, and I'm glad hard. that Brittany put it on her list because, yeah, I thought this show was super sick. Um, first no, show I've watched by a Chinese studio, uh, I think they absolutely crushed it. Um, mm-hmm. Any, like, mystery lovers, like yeah, murder yeah. mystery um, and drama lovers, like, genres yeah. like that, you mm-hmm. you will definitely like the show. It's it's really cool. Even if you don't, even if those genres aren't for you, I'd recommend checking out the opening at least because it... Season two's opening is kind of such as fuck. Oh yeah, I've I feel like the opening team has to just be like a completely separate entity. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> those, so were, 
Those were crazy, dude. I was it's like, not even Holy just the shit. opening. I like the endings too. Yeah, the endings like, are yeah. too. Season I've, one ending was so good, dude. I found a Spotify playlist where some some guy has all of their songs, and I have it on repeat, and I've just had it on repeat almost every other day for the past like month. Yeah, <laughs> just, cool. it just just sounds the so good. The insert songs are really sick, and so is the uh, OPs and EDs. Truly, if anything, guys. You know that Parker and I love the second season opening just so much because when well, we're playing Lethal Company, <laughs> him and I, you know? yeah, him and I will just start singing the opening because, as a meme, but also because it's good. I also just really want the monsters to sing it. Oh, yes, that, me that's too. That's the goal. That's, that's the goal. Uh, but anyway, enough of Link Click. Dylan, what's your second favorite? Uh, my second favorite feels like it might be a little bit of recency bias, but I really think this show is high quality and it'll be, uh, it'll be around for a while in the, the public eye. It's Apothecary Diaries. It is. Nice. Um, I've been really thinking about what makes the show work because I watched the first episode and I was like, ah, oh, it was kind of weird, but I'll watch episode two. And then from like episode two onwards, I was hooked. And I think what it is for me is I think the show really lives and dies by how much you like Mau Mau as a protagonist. Mm-hmm. I think she is just super infectious as a character. Every moment yeah. she's on screen, which is the vast majority of the show, is just fun to watch. Uh, she gets a lot of really like comedic moments. They do a lot of the animation with her character. She's not the most intricate character, so she's allowed to have these really wild like facial expressions and really comedic animations sort of reminiscent of older classic anime it sort of feels like a mystery show at times mau mau is kind of left to solve all these problems around the palace that she works in there's like a mild amount of political intrigue with like the inner politics going on in the inner palace and now in the second course starting to work into the outer palace yeah. Um mm-hmm. I think it's really refreshing just like the the more Chinese theming of it. There's a lot of the mm-hmm. the background music is very like classical Chinese music inspired, which is nice for me. The aesthetic mm-hmm. of the show is really, really pretty. Uh yeah, it reminds me of Demon Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think I think Mao Mao and Jinshi have a fun dynamic. Uh yeah, I, I do have a question for you, Dylan. <clears throat> What's up? I want. I've been wanting to. Ask, I've I've been meaning to ask you this, but you, now I'm thinking of it. Uh, what do you think of Mao Mao's voice actress? I think she's really good. Do you think I'm she not... kids ass? Is that it Bochy's voice actress? No, <laughs> specifically phrased. Do you know? It's yeah, it's Aoyuki. It's uh, the spider's okay, yeah. voice actress. That makes sense. She. Yeah, she it's just... crazy that when they put her on a good character, she fucking knocks it out of the park. It's crazy how she like carries spider. <laughs> I mean, she did it on a bad character too. <laughs> For what it's oh, worth. Oh no, she's great. Uh, she's like she's like one of my favorites. Um, yeah, yeah. She's she does a really really good job. Uh, again, similar to Spider, like. Mau Mau is the reason you watch this show, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they put the right voice actress on her for sure. I will say, um, this is kind. Of, this is kind of a show that I wouldn't usually watch, but I've been really enjoying it recently, and I like look for. I look forward to the um, every next episode. Like even when like Dylan was describing it to me, I was like, eh, it doesn't really sound like something I would watch. But then I was kind mm-hmm. of bored one day, and I watched the first episode, and then I kind of just like. 
got to the 10th episode and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of hooked now. <laughs> well, there you go. I dropped it, but. <laughs> I, like oh, I, I haven't good. even started yet. A lot of it's people, pretty good. I like it. Pretty much everyone lot. else I've talked to really likes it, so. Um, Maybe you gotta you watch go. like six more episodes, Ray. I gave it two. I thought they were good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do the rule. You have to watch three. That's yeah. True. No, it's not gonna get three. But yeah, it definitely, two it definitely episodes. feels like kind of a mystery of a week kind of show, but with like a, yeah. with like some overarching story. But I really liked it. I really kind of liked. I really kind of liked um, smart protagonists who. Mm like intelligently solve problems i kind of mm. like that stuff and like that's definitely, definitely <laughs> very much her kind of character parker what's your number two <laughs> i mean i talked about it even when i was talking about free Ren. bochi the rock man it's bochi. it's just so good it's just i even changed my rating recently i originally rated it a nine but i recently changed it to a 10 just because i don't know if we're going to get season two i'm praying we do but um it's just my top it honestly is my favorite comedy anime of all time and mm -hmm. i was so happy that uh it's nominated for so many awards and the crunchyroll awards mm -hmm. it's like i think it's nominated for a lot of different things um yeah it is. it's like best comedy best overall anime best soundtrack best director fucking something else and i'm just happy it's getting the love it deserves because it is just such an amazing, amazing anime. If you like comedy at all, I would, I cannot recommend Bochi enough. You know, I would say I'm surprised that it's being nominated on Crunchyroll since it was at the same time airing with like Chainsaw Man. Yeah. However, there's so many memes of Bochi still going around. Everybody yeah. still talks about it. And not only that, but like there's so many people at Anime Expo so dressed awesome. up as Bochi. <laughs> There's so, a huge there circle no of just bochies. It was yep. awesome. I was going to say, there's no way people forgot about the anime. Yeah. Bochi culture <laughs> was huge. Bochi was mm -hmm. like that. Uh, I feel like this happens every year, but there's usually like some indie sort of anime that just kind of pops off. And like before that, I remember Odd Taxi had like a cult following. Uh, Bochi kind of feels like one of those where like say, a smaller show and then it just fucking exploded yeah i was gonna say i never saw an odd taxi following oh they're they did <laughs> that's have a crazy really yeah that's they crazy. had a like huge following, following. Did yeah it? there was yeah. a solid few months where you could not go on like any anime subreddit and not hear about odd taxi yeah that's wow. nice yeah it had a it had a really which it deserves but... to be clear yeah, yeah. i was surprised that <laughs> when Fire Ring came out because I didn't think there would be any other anime that would top this top my number one but yeah Bochi is just an incredible incredible anime yeah um, I will never stop recommending Bochi yeah and it's nice and short you know yeah short comedy Watch if you want to if you want to hear you know <clears throat> if you want I'm trying to kind of keeping it brief because if you want to hear more we did a full episode on Bochi yeah it's another one we did a full up on and you can hear me gush over it more on that episode. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you, yeah. you've heard it. You've known it. You loved it. Ray, let's talk about it again. No, we're not talk about JJK again. Uh, like I said, we already talked about JJK. It's my number two. Um, but the next show on my list was uh, Chainsaw Man, which is number three, <laughs> which is at the beginning of uh, what we're considering our anime of the year. Um, yeah. I feel like I've talked about it a good amount on the podcast. Uh, it was super hyped up. I hated the aesthetic. Wasn't going to watch it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then just kind of ended up watching it one day when we were, I think we were waiting for someone to play League or something. I was like, ah, oh, whatever, fuck it. I'll watch it. Um, now I have like a five-page report uh, <laughs> on Chainsaw Man analyzing how the score like works with the various themes. Uh, <laughs> this show is pretty polarizing from people I've talked to. Um, not definitely not every. This is not one of those shows where I'm like, ah, you could anyone <laughs> should watch this. Uh, it's pretty weird, uh, even for like a shonen. Um, and the th- the way they approach themes is really interesting, but definitely not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Um, I also think a lot of the things that it's talking about are pretty uh, like commonly missed when I talk to people about like what the show's about. Um, but other than that, I would say it's a really like it's it's a good action uh, show. The production is insane, um, and it's really cool to see a project where they collaborated with so many different artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I have to say about it. The soundtrack's incredible. Uh, like I said, I fucking wrote five pages on it, um, and uh, yeah, I mean. I'm excited. Say, to, I'm excited to see the movie. I I don't think I've ever seen such a hyped up following for an anime before it even like came out. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was crazy. We, uh, me and Ray went to Anime Expo just be- for our first time, just before like Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man was gonna drop, mm. and it was everywhere. There was yeah. like a bunch of cosplays. There was a bunch of like like, stuff for it, like, it was, like, as far as the eye could see, just Chainsaw Man at Anime Expo, and it hadn't even come out yet. Um, my number two (laughs) is an anime that Parker and I both really liked, of course. We did, we did watch it. I did. Um, so I finally officially finished it, because... Oh, you finished it? Well, yeah, of course, that's why it's on the list. So... There's some anime that I watch, of course, by myself, but there are some that I watch with Sean. So this is one we watched together, which was uh, my love story with Yamada Kun at level 999. So (laughs) I'm a huge fan of just rom-coms or just anime that have video game references or things that deal with video games. Because I am a sucker for, like... I don't know, just video game things like Konosuba, how they have their level up system, skill systems, etc. Or gamers, uh, <laughs> Don Machi or gamers, all that. But uh, this one is a bit different. It doesn't delve too much into the video game aspect, more yeah. so than it does just a romance aspect revolving around two people who met in a video game. Yeah. Mm. So it follows um, Yamada, who's 17 and he's a senior <laughs> in high school. And Akane, who's in college, uh, I think she's, I think she's nineteen, twenty. She's, she's old enough to drink. Pulling up. She's something like uh-huh. that. She's like twenty or twenty-one. She's twenty. Then. She's old enough. To, yeah, she's old enough to drink in Japan. So, so basically, she's like what happened yeah. was, she got dumped by yeah. her boyfriend after he told her to play this game with her, and he met a girl online, and he's like, Akane, we can't, we can't be together. I'm done with you. She was disheartened, and she decided, you know what? I'm going to show him, and she goes to this gamer meetup for this online game. So this game they play is an MMO, mm-hmm. and she meets 
she goes there. She dresses up. She puts on her finest shoes, her outfit. She's like, I'm going to make this guy <laughs> regret ever uh, breaking up with me. She goes there. She falls. She's she's embarrassed. And this guy picks up her shoe and says, hey, you, is this yours? And it turns out to be this guy who's in her guild. His name is Yamada. And he's like a high-ranking guy in her guild. He he doesn't talk to anyone, but he's also like a professional FPS player and a streamer. <laughs> and he's crazy hot. And everyone, <laughs> and everyone hot. talks about how he's crazy hot. It's true. Oh it's true. He's, he's also uh, very oblivious to just people's advances. But uh, she sees him and she's just all shy about it. And her boy, her ex-boyfriend comes by and he's like, oh, my God, is that you, Yamada? And she's like... <laughs> She takes this as an advantage to like say, yeah, this is my boyfriend, Yamada. And Yamada's like, huh? <laughs> and he's just, he just goes around along with it. And practically she invites him to dinner. She gets super drunk and he takes her back home to his house because she doesn't know where he, she lives. So she, he just places her on his bed and says, okay, that's, that's that. And then he goes to streaming, right? Because he's like a gamer. So he's like streaming. <laughs> and she wakes up and she freaks out. She's like, I don't know where I am. She sees him streaming, playing games. And she's like, oh my God, did we do something? And he's like, no. And she goes home. But basically she sees, she sees that this guy's in her guild and then they start talking and they become really, really good friends. And this whole anime is just about her liking him. And that's yep. like the entire anime. It's really, really cute, honestly. It is a very yeah. strong pretty anime. cute. Yeah. <clears throat> Truly, this is one of the anime <laughs> that I want to read just because I've seen some manga panels that get into their relationship. And oh my goodness, it's like that ooey gooey type of cute. It gets yeah, super, super romantic. And it's oh, so excited. I accidentally spoiled the ending for Sean. <laughs> No, no. We were watching wow. it, and I was like, I can't wait to watch this part. And he's like, what? I was like, oh, sorry, my bad. I just really want to talk about it because it's oh. so cute. And he's like, why would you tell wow. me the ending? Oh, no. That's I, hot. It that was fucked. fucked up. It was fucked. Me and Sean both said it was fucked. Even I said it was fucked. Like, I don't I don't usually spoil things for him, but I was just too excited because it was it just is so a cute. It is a really cute anime. <laughs> and it actually has a pretty kick-ass opening, too. It's made by Kanaboon. It is made by Kanaboon. I love Kanaboon. There's some, but, there's just something about gamer uh, anime and their openings that just kicked ass. But <coughs> Yamanakun was good. It was a, it was a pretty good anime. I think I rated it at like an eight. It was a very cute anime. Yeah, it sounds really. Yeah, cute. it sounds cute. And the animation was pretty high quality too. Well, enough of this one. Let's talk about the dumpster fire slash redemption arc that is Dylan's <laughs> third anime. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so my third anime is ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, so my story with this started at Anime Expo last year. I got given a manga sampler from, I think it's Viz Media, and it mm -hmm. had like eight or nine different manga in there, so I read it one day because I was bored, and I was like, oh, ZOM 100 actually seems kind of cool. And then... The first episode came out, and I watched that, and I watched it, like, three times because I was trying to get, like, different parts of my friend group to watch it, and I was like, let's watch this together. So and I was mm -hmm. blown away <laughs> by the first episode. Like, the art yeah. direction. Yeah, episode is insane, yeah. Everything about the first episode is fucking crazy. The way it, yeah. it, it sets it's up its well premise done. and its entire world is really, really, really solid. Uh, and then episodes, like, two through eight happen and they're like kind of middling in my opinion and then the last 
three to four episodes come out, and I really, really liked the ending again. It yeah. felt like it was a very solid, almost coming-of-age story, mm-hmm. just talking about, like, you know, living your life to the fullest and what it means mm-hmm. to take advantage of the time that you have. And uh, yeah. overall, I think the show is just a lot of fun. I think the dynamic between the main group of friends is fun. Uh, some of the jokes don't always land with me personally, but I think overall it's still enjoyable. Uh, mm-hmm. the second opening where they show the group of characters dancing with the zombies is like one <laughs> of my favorite things that came out all of last sad. year. It's just so much fun. I would rewind the opening to watch it again on a couple episodes. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think... Zom is definitely an experience. If nothing else, watch it for the animation and at least check out the first episode. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. It is an incredibly well done. And I think it also talks about like in a very important issue with like Japanese word culture. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm I'm like shocked you said some of the episodes were mid, especially when like um uh he sees his boss again. I thought that whole uh, yeah. like couple of episodes arc was kinda sick. Um, yeah, I thought I kind of agree with Dylan, but I, one of my friends was like, you have to watch the first app. And I remember <laughs> I was going to like brush my teeth. And so I was just kind of had it on my phone and I click play and then immediately frame one. I was like, oh, I can't brush my teeth and watch the show at the same time. <laughs> like, I had, I kid you not, I haven't even watched like two seconds of it. I was like, oh, this production is literally insane. Yeah. So I just like paused it and then like, I think I got on my computer. I was like, dude, this show is crazy. Yeah. Um, like Parker said, this show is probably the most thematically important of the year, even though it's not the deepest necessarily. Um, but I'm really glad that a show was talking about Japanese work culture and how like fucking horrible it is. That's, I'm, I think Zom 100 is a huge reason why the whole MAPA thing started happening. And, you know, a lot more attention is being drawn to how the workplace is over there and how unhealthy it is. So, and then the show itself is just really fun. I, I liked it a lot. I thought, I agree. I thought the ending was really strong. In the beginning was really strong. The middle for me, like, uh, like Dylan said, was a little bit weaker. I think it was just more like it was just more like a more like an anime anime. I don't know how to describe it, but it's I would something say like that slice like slice of life zombie stuff. Yeah, it's like you've like seen you've very much seen it before if you've seen other anime. Um, yeah, but I still think the whole show's super fun, and I I enjoyed it a lot too. I Did love- you think it was maybe mid? Like, in the middle of the anime, just because it could have been rushed, since they actually had to release all the episodes on Christmas? I don't think so. I think think what was disappointing for me is maybe I just had a different idea of where the show could take the premise. Like, Mm -hmm. the reason it's called ZOM 100 Bucket List of the Dead is because this guy is in a horribly abusive workplace, and then the zombie apocalypse starts, and he's like, wait, I don't have to go to work anymore. And so he makes this list of a hundred things he wants to do before he becomes a zombie. And he's kind of filling it out as he goes. As he travels to different places with his friends, they make new goals, which is cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think they had a lot of opportunity to make these things a little more emotionally resonant than they ended up being. Some things were just like fun little gag one-off episodes, which is fine. But it's a very anime anime, like Ray said. 
Yeah. I think there was a lot of opportunity to really make it mean something more that mm-hmm. wasn't taken advantage of, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. that There was a, like a really, there's a lot of opportunity just <clears throat> based on how they set it up in the first episode. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily like poorly produced or anything in the middle. It was just more that, it was more of just the way they wrote it. Um, it could have gone a little, it could have dug a little deeper, but it was still a really fun watch. See, I like, I liked that stuff. So I, I liked it all the way through. Yeah. I, lo- <laughs> I think my only complaint was I wanted my German samurai to come in sooner. Yeah. She was really been. based. She was really <laughs> She's based. The <laughs> there are some jokes in there that are, there was one joke about like the American school system and shooting that just comes out of fucking left field. And yeah. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, my jaw actually dropped when they said that. Uh, there's some funny, like, <laughs> like Japanese perspective jokes in there that I, I thought were really funny. It's a, it's a good show though. And it's another short one that you can watch. Yeah. <clears throat> well, well, uh, well. It's Juju Kai yet again. It's Juju yeah, Juju my third Kai. one. You know him. You love him. Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> season two. We already talked about it. We already, even though the Mappa uh, animators deserve it, we won't uh, suck their dead some more. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my, so my fourth one, um, is one. I'm actually genuinely upset. It's not in the running for best fantasy especially when you have the lights of fucking ranking of teens season two <laughs> shit show 7.2 on my anime list up there and no, that's you uh, are valid and that's, for that though. and that's eminence and shadow um let's go <laughs> when is it, it was so uh, so i'm uh isatai enjoyer as like i've come as like you've come to know on this pod uh, and I was expecting just, like, another kind of, like, shitty 7 sits out of 10 Easter Tide to dip me through the season. Uh, and Eminence and Shadow definitely kind of, like, blew me away. I think its jokes are really funny. I think it makes fun of, like, the Easter Tide genre and, like, the OP protagonist in a very mm-hmm. fun way. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single scene with him just, like, going absolutely OP mode. Everything's, like, animated and, like, vote and, like, the the way that the things they do with his voice and like the sounds is awesome. It's just such a fun ass watch. And I love He's Eminence and Shadow, both season one and season two, which came both of them came out during this year and just like the entire <laughs> series just like kind of kicked ass. And I'm, I'm genuinely shocked. It didn't get nominated for anything, especially like when we went to anime expo, there was a huge ass like fucking panel and like the mm-hmm. huge room for Eminence and Shadow season two, like the premiere yeah. of it. And there was like a bunch of people lined up for it and a bunch of people hyped up for it. And it didn't get any nominations and it's just kind of crazy to me. It's because Demon Slayer took it. He's <laughs> gonna win again. The best fantasy. <laughs> that's, that's, but it's kind of crazy, but it's like crazy to me because like the like first season, like the second season and like the first season got like four point, it was like 8.2 and like 8.4. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they got highly rated and they didn't get nominated, and it's just like the show. The show is just so much fun. There's just so many like fucking over edge lord uh like scenes mm-hmm. in this show that just like it's just it's just so funny to watch and just so entertaining to watch. I didn't uh, fully watch all of Eminence and Shadow because it wasn't what I started, but Sean watched it all, 
And yeah. anytime I turned around or anytime Sean spot, saw something really funny, which was a lot of it, he would show me <laughs> clips. And oh my goodness, Eminence of Shadow is honestly really funny. That's awesome. I, I want to watch it myself as just like a solo watch and then season two. But I'm also surprised it didn't get anything. The the the, the picture perfect sound he makes when he says I am atomic <laughs> and he like explodes. Like the whole premise is that he wanted to be stronger than an atomic bomb. Yeah. And he literally has harnessed the power to be an atomic bomb. <laughs> if you okay, for people listening, if you haven't seen anything of about Eminence and Shadow, just look up the I Am Atomic clip. Yeah. It would probably want you to, it, it'll probably get you to watch the show. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's, it, that every time the Atomic clips come on, like, it is really funny. Like, there's one time where he just, like, purposely gets stabbed. And then he just, like, Jesus. says, I am the all range Atomic and just, like, blows fucking everybody <laughs> up. It's so fucking it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> He's this like, is- the human body is surprisingly durable if you don't get stabbed in your vitals. Jesus. <laughs> I, I mean, I only watched that. This was like one of the shows I didn't get to. Um, but I, we, like Parker said, we watched the first episode of season two. Um, and I hate isekais. <laughs> I thought this episode was so fucking funny. I was literally... Uh, <laughs> it is so out of pocket and overdone. I was like, this yeah. is hilarious. Like... Just the way I don't know the every, literally from frame one I was just like what the because <laughs> the first frame of season two is just zooming out of this girl's like butt and because yes. <laughs> it's just like pitch black and it keeps zooming out and you're like what's happening and you just see a giant ass on your screen and I was like sell- what the hell it's if so he can't funny. sell anymore it's basically a guy who wants to be fucking Batman gets yeah. isekai on purpose he wants to be isekai. And no, it wasn't on purpose. I thought it was on purpose. No, what happened is he basically wanted to be Batman and he was training in the <laughs> woods and he like was jumping from tree to tree and he jumped across the street and got hit by a fucking truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, that and um, anything he thinks everybody's like stupid. Anything's yeah. like anything he makes up, people just go along with it because he <laughs> thinks it's a joke. But anything he comes up with actually happens in the anime yeah. and he, he's just too stupid to un, un, like, <laughs> yeah. understand that that's what's happening yeah and he's super fucking edgy it's just so yeah, yeah. It's, it's either just... anything he says just ends up being true or any plans that he's just making up on the fly because he's like dude i would look so cool if i did this just ends up working <laughs> out and everyone's like oh my god you he's look a so cool. Genius. He's seen like ten turns ahead of all of us. We could never catch up. Yeah. It's like those Giga Chad memes where the guy's just yeah. like, huh. It is the Giga Chad. <laughs> he is basically just like the Giga Chad meme. Yes. Yeah. I. It does seem really funny. I, I hope I get to it at some point. <clears throat> yeah. And then like the final fight of season one is just like so much fun to watch because there's there's a moment where he keeps like stepping and then like frame just like disappears and shows up behind the other person and they block it and he keeps going and she's like i've learned your moves he's like i guess i need to go harder and he just like hits it up and just starts disappearing constantly (laughs) so fucking over the top and stupid but i love it speaking of something with multiple seasons ray what's your next show oh yeah my last show before uh before the sleeper one was uh Mob 3, Mob Psycho 3. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, there are a lot of shows that I think I could have put here. Last year was literally insane for anime, especially looking up at like looking at what's to come this year. I think last year was just like we were we got pretty lucky. It was just banger after banger every season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I feel like Mob got slept on pretty hard, especially this season. Um, but just the show in general, like, it's pretty well received, but I feel like the community is way smaller than I would expect for something that's this good. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I ended up putting Mob over a bunch of other shows, and this season in particular, was I think it just stuck with me for a really long time. Um, you know, I guess up until now, for the last year. It just, the way it ends is so, I literally couldn't have asked for a better ending. Like, it was just a perfect ending the way they did it. Um, for those that don't know, Mob is uh, written by the same dude who did uh, One Punch Man. And it's about a Esper who's basically like a god-tier Esper. Uh, and he's a kid, though. And so he's kind of like trying to figure stuff out. Um, and he also wants to like be able to be a normal person. <laughs> And, uh, like, work on himself aside from his Esper powers, like, his his talent. Um, and so season three, it's a little uh, short story-ish at, like, in the beginning, the first couple episodes. But then it kind of, like, wraps up his whole, uh, his whole thing about, like, trying to accept himself and, like, who he is as a person and, like, how much he's improved. And, like, the characters, he has a mentor named Reagan uh who's uh just a chronic liar basically the characters (laughs) just like all really really come through by the end i think they're just super well written and the ending's just so beautiful i was just like bruh um and animation everything of course is insane too so i i don't know i the show like i i just feel like it gets slept on and i hope that uh more people watch it because i don't know too many people who have and don't know too many people who've watched this season either so uh, I definitely recommend it. Any shonen enjoyers, like any, yeah, I don't know. There, there's a lot in it, but <clears throat> there's a lot of really cool action. It's really well animated, um, and the themes are really good as well. I really want to hammer home when Ray says the animation is incredible. Like, just watch the like the first couple minutes of the first episode of the first season, and you'll yeah. get it. I think Mob, <laughs> in terms of animation, is legitimately in a league of its own. It's incredibly stylized in a way that I think it's going to age really, really well. It looks Mm -hmm. completely different than any other big show on the market, in my opinion. And it really, really maximizes its animation style. And it is so expressive and so colorful and so dynamic. It looks incredible. And I've seen the first two seasons. Like Ray said, I haven't seen uh, the last season, which I'm looking forward to watching at some point. But it's also just a great story. Mob is a really, really good protagonist. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of the side characters are good. Reagan is a a fan favorite of a lot of people. Uh, I personally really like the Body Improvement Club. I think they're incredibly wholesome (laughs) and just really fun anytime they're on screen. They're even more wholesome in season three. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, any, I would say any shonen enjoyers and like any sort of coming of age story enjoyers should really check out Mob. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah. for the guys, what? gals, and other pals, 
Reagan won Twitter's sexiest Tumblr man. Like yeah. just a year, just like a year ago, and Crunchyroll even retweeted it and got so many question marks from normies. It. Let's go. <laughs> he is that sexy? I love when they put manga panels with the anime. Like manga panels is Reagan looking really dorky and stupid, and then they show the anime and just Reagan flipping his head, <laughs> looking all sexy. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, this show's great. Um, yeah, you should watch it. Please watch it. Do it for me. And then leave a comment. And, <laughs> and tell me how good it was. And I'll be like, see, I told you. I knew all along. Um, but going, moving on to Parker's, or not Parker's, Brittany's well, number three. <laughs> what do you have on? Um, so I watched a lot of anime coming up to this episode of the Anime in Review. Just because I've watched like a lot of the normie anime in the beginning of the year, middle of the year, Chainsaw Man, Oshinoko, etc. Yeah. But I wanted to just delve into things that I personally had interest in, but just never got around to just because I lose track of time. Mm-hmm. So one of those that I watched was uh, this one called The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. <laughs> kind of a weird name, but I've been seeing a lot of like good things about it. And it's always been on my watch list. I just never watched it. Mm-hmm. But I just took the leap and said, fuck it. I'll watch it. I watched one episode, really liked it. Kept watching it and finished it within like a day. <laughs> it, was, it, was just so, it was just super cute. So it's just, um, it takes place in this world where yokai are just normal. Yokai being peop- like spirits in Japan, like mm. say a fox spirit, uh, a dog spirit, a snake, etc. Um, but there's just people who have ancestors who are these spirits. So <laughs> for the main characters, you have a normal woman named Fuyutsuki-san. I think that's her name. Let me look at it. Fuyutsuki-san. Okay. I'm just going to call her Fuyu. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tongue twister for me right now. You have this main character named Fuyu who is getting her first big girl job. So everyone in this anime are all adults. They're just working in the normal adult world. And mm-hmm. she finally got her first job and she's talking about how she doesn't Nobody could tell what she's thinking ever because she's really stoic. She doesn't show emotions, but she has them deep down. She just doesn't know how to show it. Mm-hmm. And on her way to work, because this is her first day, she comes across this guy named Himuru-kun. And Himuru-kun is the descendant of the snow spirit, like a snow maiden. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. his hair is all white and everything. And he's just staring out into like this open water with like cherry blossoms falling. And half of his body is frozen. <laughs> and she looks at him and she's like that's new so she's like talking to him and he's like yeah I'm just anxious for my first for my new job I just got it for the first time mm-hmm. uh, and I've just been stuck here for a while because I can't get over how anxious I am oh my and God. she's like hmm okay but she's like so stoic and doesn't really show emotion that she just kind of is like okay so you just want to talk I guess because mm. she, she's just a chill woman. And she gives him, like, this tea to, like, cool him off. And he starts melting. And he's like, oh, thanks. Now I can go to work. <laughs> so he goes to work. And he's like, wow, that girl is really nice. It turns out they're both starting on the first day with a bunch of other people who are, like, half yokai, half just normal people. Like, mm. their boss is the Buddha spirit. One of their coworkers <laughs> is a fox spirit. And then their other one's just a normal dude who likes mm. the fox girl. But it's just <laughs> such a grown-up type of romance they, this anime gets a lot of, like, praise because they do a lot of, like, eye motions. 
Like whenever mm. they show someone, their eyes, you could tell they're always like moving, like looking at each other. Yeah. It's really, it's just kind of wholesome. There's nothing sexual in the show at all. There's like, this is so rare. Nothing that, sexualized. That is shocking. <laughs> like not, none of it is. It's just them being adults, just cheering each other up, asking each other how they're doing, sending cat pictures to each other because the main character mm-hmm. is a cat named Nyamero. Aww. Very cute. And it's just two adults co-mingling in the world <laughs> with their friends who are also two adults co-mingling in the world. And then there's two others who come in who are also like a spirit of like, what is it, a phoenix? He has like fireworks when he's happy. And that's mm-hmm. just some other normal girl. But it's just so cute. It's really slow paced. There's not like a huge reveal at the end or anything. Yeah. But it was cute enough to make me keep thinking about it. Just put, just put it on the list. Yeah, the clips yeah. look super cute. I've seen a bunch of clips uh, on Instagram. And every time I see them, I'm like, dude, this looks so cute. Yeah. It's like snowing in it the office. <laughs> Whenever he sees, like, something he likes or he just has it because he feels strong emotions, a blizzard happens. Yeah. Like, he'll be sitting in his office next to this next to Fuyu, and suddenly he'll be thinking about how she gave him a chocolate, and suddenly a Aww. blizzard just happened. Like, a blizzard yeah, happens really in the office, and the fox girl's just, like, giggling behind him, like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. And, like, later cool. on, he gives her, like, he gives Fuyu a blanket because she's always cold around him because he's always making, a, like, a blizzard. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, thank you. This is nice. Do you want a picture of my cat? And he's like, <gasps> yes. <laughs> of course. It's so, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, it honestly, does seem super cute. If you're not into like etchy and all that, this is the perfect romance show for you because there's like none of that. You are selling yeah. it to me, honestly. Adult romance. <laughs> it, it, it's just an adult romance about two people who work at in a business. That's it. Yeah. They work in sales. I'm about it. You are selling it to me. <laughs> They're slaving away like Zom 100 talks about. <laughs> you know, speaking of another comfy, comfy show, let's get to Dylan's. Uh, so the number four show on my list is Skip and Loafer. What a uh, show. I, I watched the first episode, probably, a, I don't even know when the show came out, but it feels like it was like a year ago, uh, <laughs> per Brittany's <laughs> recommendation, actually, and I really liked it. I gave it a 10 after the first episode, and then I kind of <laughs> just a great didn't anime. watch any else of it until, like, two weeks ago. When I watched the whole thing, <laughs> and it is a, it's very good. Uh, it kind of lives in that same realm as like Fruits Basket and Kimi Nitadoke of like the high school romance that's very character driven. Like if you like the mm-hmm. cast of characters, you'll like the show. If you don't, then you probably won't. Hmm. Uh, I think what I'm realizing about this sort of subgenre is it's really defined by its side characters. I don't think it's good enough anymore just to have a compelling main couple. I think yeah. it really needs to have a good ensemble of characters. I think it's something uh, like the main girl's two best friends in Kimi ni Tadoke are very good examples of it, or Toru's two best friends in Fruits Basket. Uh, this one has a really strong cast of side characters, in my opinion. Uh, both of the leads make a bunch of friends in their school who turn out to be just genuinely good people. Uh, there's a lot of, like, subversion of tropes, like the really, really hot foreign girl is not an evil bitch, and she's just, like, actually chill and fun to be around. Um... I think the reason it's so low on my list 
even though I really like this genre and even the subgenre of show a lot, is because it feels a bit like I'm thinking about how to describe it. I think it feels <coughs> like anime junk food to me, where it like hmm. feels really good in the moment and it's fun to watch. And then once it ended, I didn't really remember much of anything about the show. True. Mm. <clears throat> I really I liked like that show. I thought it was really good. It didn't make my list, but I still thought it was a really... It was. I thought it was very refreshing. Because I also yeah. felt like it wasn't really romance-focused. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more friendship-focused. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very, that's like a rarity these days, where you have a guy and a girl just like... Not like, uh, like, making a relationship, but like, uh, making like improving on like a friendship. Yeah, and right. I just thought that was just like adorably cute, and just like the protagonist is just very cute as well. I just, uh, I don't know. I really, really like Skip and Lover. I wanted to put on my top four, but I saw Dylan had it, and also, I, <laughs> I didn't know if I could justify putting it on the top four. Almost like it's in the top ten, but mm, I don't know if I could yeah. put it in the top four. Yeah. Um, but all I can, the only thing I remember about Skip and Loafer like perfectly is when she eats a watermelon when she goes back home and she giggles and goes, con Becky. And that's literally <laughs> in my head almost every day. Cause I, I'll joke with Sean cause we both uh, are learning Japanese and I'll say it the same way she says it in the anime, which is like, con Becky. And mm-hmm. I'll walk away <laughs> and that's it. Like I'll just... You'll be so confused. You'll be like, why? Why? I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's just in my head. I can't get it out. <laughs> it is a very cute anime. Truly. Really. Let's Parker? see. Do we oh, want to finish thinking... Britney's list and then we'll oh, yeah, get into all of Britney's. our sleepers? <clears throat> I was about to say, I think we should skip and then go to Britney's. Last we should skip Britney. and go to Loafer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, since everybody had dupes. Here's yeah. my last one. Um, so this one came on recently. I think it was a last season. Like, it just ended in December. Yep. But it's Migi and Dolly. And, of course, it has recency bias because I quite literally finished it probably weeks ago when it just ended, I think, in I think the last week of December. Mm-hmm. But um, it is such an interesting show. And the only reason I watched it was because I was watching Garnt's, uh, what was it, Winter 2023 or Spring, whatever it was. Um, But he had Miggy and Dolly up there. And I thought to myself, that looks interesting because I like some weird mystery shows just to begin with. So Mm -hmm. I started watching it. And it is kind of a subversion of expectations into a different mystery all on its own. Hmm. So the premise is... That you have two people, Migi and Dolly, they're twin brothers, and they live as one person because of plot reasons, of course. I don't want to spoil the anime, mm-hmm. but they are adopted from this like this orphanage. So they're adopted by this elderly couple who only wanted one child, and they tricked them into believing they're only one person named Hitori. Mm-hmm. Which is a pun because their name just means one person Bochi. when they're together. <laughs> yes. But um, Migi and Dolly mean left and right. And they 
basically pretend to be one person. So one day Migi will be out and uh, Dolly will be like under the table or something. And you'll yeah. just see Migi like eating food going, wow, this is delicious. And it's like sneaking food to his brother or they'll switch roles or say like their dad wants like a massage on his shoulders. You'll suddenly see both of them behind him, like giving him like the best massage of his life. <laughs> but he'll just be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And you just see both brothers giving massage. This is how, like, they pretend to be one person. Yeah. But it's a huge mystery show, actually. Like, it sounds weird, which it is, but it basically gets into the mystery of their mother. And that's mm. as far as I'll go mm. because it really unravels throughout the show. It does have a good, like, satisfying ending. They do a form of time skip at the, like, in the final, final episode just to mm. resolve some loose ends. Right. But truly, I cannot describe this show. It is just so, (laughs) it's so weird in a sense. Like, you watch the first three episodes, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? But then as it keeps going, mysteries after mysteries after mysteries, it has you opening up Reddit, reading like episode reviews, and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, yeah, I honestly would just rate it as like one of the top probably anime I saw from -hmm. the last season just because of how weird it was. Yeah. yeah, that was me. It definitely looks fucking weird. I my yeah, friend recommended really it to me, and <laughs> he was like, "It's really interesting." And then it freaked him out, so he stopped watching it <laughs> and unrecommended it to me. I I just kept giving it a chance. I mean, if you're into weird mysteries that that are also comedy, by the way, it's a co- like a mystery comedy. Yeah. Then I would say give it a chance because it's quite unique and the author who actually Definitely made it unique, yeah. she actually recently died the author oh they gave God. her a send-off in the last episode in a way oh she also uh, made another anime that was out called like i'm uh don't you know i'm sakamoto kun which you guys probably oh, yeah. yeah we were playing oh. amq and you guys saw that she made that one as well which is really good anime but uh yeah if you're curious about some weird anime that came out last season give me game dolly at least a three episode chance don't drop okay. it after <laughs> the three <laughs> special. Well, yeah. Don't drop it before. Hear it out. Let it let it tell itself. Okay. A little. <laughs> <clears throat> All but right. Anyway. We are on to the sleepers or and or just shows we want to talk about. Or shit. From the last. <laughs> it could be shit. Um, I'm gonna move mine last because this is also the show we're gonna be watching for oh. the next couple of weeks. Damn. So. Uh, you probably know what it is, uh, but uh, you want to start us off, Dylan? What was your what was your sleeper slash shit show of the year? Uh, so I'll give you guys a peek behind the curtain. I was kind of the one that implemented this sleeper rule or prompted it, I guess, because I originally wanted to talk about the anime Shy, which is a superhero <laughs> story. That, for the first, like, three or four episodes, was batshit insane and, like, fun because of how ridiculous and ludicrous everything was. And then the rest of the show happened and it just fucking sucked. And I don't really (laughs) want to talk more than what I've already said about it. So, uh, Ray, I'm actually gonna need your help for this one because I haven't finished the show yet. Uh, but I wanted to highlight Trigun Stampede. I'm like, oh. I finished the first oh. five episodes, and it is really, really fun. I didn't know what to expect going into it. Uh, we were playing anime music quiz the other night, and a song came on that I'd probably heard but didn't remember. 
And I was like, yeah. this song is fucking sick. And then I've run this bit a couple times where I said, whatever show this anime is from, I will watch it next. And it was yeah. Trigun Stampede. Yes. Uh, so I watched the first five episodes. Fucking goaded. it is fun. Vash is a, a great protagonist to follow, in my opinion. He's, mm-hmm. like, the classic tragic hero, misunderstood, like, tries to be a good guy and shit just goes wrong around him. Uh, the other main characters, Meryl and Roberto, are also fun. They have a good dynamic between the two of them. The world is really cool. Uh, the yeah. animation threw me off for probably, like, the first episode, to be honest. It's very, very different, but the mm-hmm. more I watched it, the more I started to like it. I think it really lets the characters be really expressive, and mm-hmm. they can be really creative with a lot of their animation choices. Yeah. And overall, like, I obviously haven't finished the show yet, but I don't think it's the kind of show that's going to drop in quality over its runtime. Yeah, um, I didn't watch the original Trigun. The only reason I watched this show was because Trash Taste had one of the producers on their podcast, and it was just really interesting hearing him. Uh, for the it's Studio Orange for those who don't know, um, and Studio Orange is really well known for their uh, their CG. So they did Land of the Lustrous and B Stars, um, and they just basically commit to doing CG stuff. They don't really animate that much, um, and so. I feel like this show was met... I mean, I feel like this show was just slept on a bit because it's just completely CG'd. I think the CG looks amazing. They did a great job. Um, There's some things about CGI in general that can be a little off-putting, like facial expressions and stuff. (laughs) Um, Especially if you're, like, just starting to watch it. I kind of had a similar experience with Dylan where I started in. At first, I was like, this is a little strange. But then... I kind of got over it, and I think a lot of it looks really good. Uh, Trigun is kind of like a space western. Um, for, I mean, for pretty much all of it, um, but f- definitely for the first half of it, it definitely feels like super western in space, and like uh, Dylan was talking about, like the misunderstood protagonist. Um, and I, it mostly stays the same, but it does kind of it does kind of get a a bit deeper than that. And I think the show was just really like underrepresented. I'm glad it actually got a lot of nominations for the Crunchyroll awards because I think the show is really well produced and, um, it was really enjoyable. The characters were pretty well written and yeah, it looks awesome. So I would definitely recommend it. So for my sleeper, um, I actually didn't know this anime came out, uh, and fall 2022, but, when I found out it did, I knew this was my sleeper because I thoroughly enjoyed this anime. And that's Romantic Tiller. Uh, mm. It's a, a, like an ONA, just like on Netflix anime. Like on mm-hmm. Netflix anime. And it's essentially about a gamer girl who gets her video games taken away by a wizard. And the wizard says, <laughs> you need to get a boyfriend and I will help you. And she essentially yeah. gets put into like... Her life just essentially gets turned into an Otome game. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, like, it's just incredibly funny. I think it's just an incredibly well-done anime. I think mm-hmm. a lot of the animations and visual visual dads are really well done. I think it made me genuinely laugh a good number of times. Um, I think the characters for being, um, like, the, the side characters for being, like, 
uh, Tome Dame, like, uh, generalizations, I think they're, like, they have, like, a surprising deepness to them that you eventually, yeah. like, learn about. And, like, just the protagonist, she just kids ass. I think we talked about her a little, I talked about her a little bit in our, um, in our, like, waifu, like, episode. Uh, her name's Anzu. She's just incre- an incredibly infectiously like positive person. I just really enjoy all of her like antics. She's also played by the same girl who plays like Medumin, who like mm. plays every single like kick ass uh, female character that she plays. Um, it's just an incredibly well done anime. I rated it like a nine. Uh, it got no recommend. It got no nominations. <laughs> um, which kind of made me sad. But I think it's just because like I don't really see anyone ever talk about this anime. Mm. Like ever. It just kind of like showed up, and I kind of like happened upon it, and it just kind of disappeared. But I, really I think things about it too. It's an incredibly like well done anime. I think it's a very fun anime. It's definitely on like my list of things to watch for the pod. So. Oh no. <laughs> eventually okay. we'll nice. we'll probably watch it yeah but i just really if you're into rom-com at all um i would genuinely recommend giving romantic teller a shot i think it's a a really good uh anime for like making fun of like the genre okay so like dylan was saying he was gonna originally do shy but then it became shit and like <laughs> i was personally gonna think about doing like magical destroyers yeah, mm. but it, it was Jesus. such a shit show at the end. Oh my god, I need people to watch. It. I need someone to talk Sorry. to. But anyway, <laughs> it's not magical destroyers. It's actually okay. something that I've been watching literally uh, for the past two days, and I almost caught up with it fully. It's something that premiered last season with like Free Run and a bunch of others. It's mm. Shangri La Frontier. Hmm. Oh, I've heard of that. Surprise! I'm actually watching an action show for once, but it's <laughs> it's a it's a game show. It's like it deals with MMO space. There's no isekai. There's no like guy who just got reincarnated in Netherworld. Now he has a cheat skill. It's just some dude named uh, Sunraku. That's his like username. Who loves f- trash games with a fucking passion. He only plays VR trash games. So his like hobby is he wants to play these trash games. He wants to beat them. He wants to see other bugs. He wants to be that dude. And it starts off with him beating this infamous game that nobody can beat because it's so shitty. Mm-hmm. And he just beats up like the heroine of the story at the end because apparently they have like a minute where he could just beat her up and he just like releases his tension. He's like, fuck you. I'm tired <laughs> oh of your God. shit. And then he goes to like the game store and he's like, ah, oh, that felt so good that I can beat up that girl for one <laughs> minute at the end. The and fuck? he's like, so do you have any more other shitty games? And she's like, you know, the, the game store owner's like, you know. It's not of a shitty game. How about this god tier game? Because sometimes you need to have like a god tier game to show you what shit really is. Mm. And he's like, you know what? You're onto something. So he starts <laughs> playing this like MMO, and his whole playstyle is glass cannon. He sells all of his his armor. He only puts stuff in uh, speed, luck, and he's like, I'm just gonna be a crit build, and that's mm-hmm. me. And he goes throughout this entire MMO, and he's like, wow, this game's so good. It's nothing like these shit games, but because <laughs> he's such, like, a shit game enthusiast, he's, like, really good at this game because it's mm. all based on, like, player skill. Mm. And it has, like, a lot of cool RPG elements, but uh, he just, like, starts unlocking a, a bunch of random unique things that nobody else has unlocked, even though this game has been going on for, like, a year. 
and he gets into like this random scene with this bunny that he gets that tags along with him this entire time who's an npc named emil or emil um but like apparently like the ai is so advanced in this game he's like the only guy who can do all this <laughs> stuff because he accidentally triggered like a boss that nobody else has triggered <laughs> um, but he didn't beat it, by the way. He he doesn't beat any of these things. He just triggers them, and now he has to complete a mission. But, uh, mm. yeah, this anime is just so interesting. Like, the fight scenes, they're not, like, spectacular 100%, but they're really mm -hmm. up there. Like, they're, pr they're pretty good. Mm. And it's just funny just listening to his dialogue, talking about how shitty games are to this point where he's in this game. He's like, oh, this God tier game. I've been through like the shit. I've been through the trash. <laughs> this game is so fucking cool. And yeah. you're like, okay, this is funny. But yeah, yeah it's still ongoing. And like, I, I watched like probably 12, 13 episodes today. Jesus <laughs> nothing else. To, I, I, I just kept watching it. I was like, uh, I'm just going to keep watching it. And I almost caught up. I'm just two episodes behind. It's still ongoing. <laughs> How many episodes is this going to have? It's going to have like 25 and end this season. <laughs> but yeah, it's apparently decent because it's almost an eight on my anime list. <laughs> it kind of sounds like anti-Bofrey. Yeah, it kind of is mm. anti-Bofrey where she just wants to be all defense and nobody hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hilarious because she breaks the game that way. But yeah. he's breaking the game in a different way by being too lucky and good at trash that he's no, good at this game. Bo in Bofuri, she's incredibly fucking lucky. Yeah. She, mm. she like, tumbles down a hill and <laughs> finds a deer. And then, like, five minutes later, it turns out that deer is a secret, like, key to the super secret boss that no one should ever find. And then she gets <laughs> this, like, huge fucking mecha suit that just, like, kills everybody. Mm-hmm. And then she does a bunch of shit with the meta suit. Like, built, like covers herself in wool and then just blasts shit with her meta suit. You know, thinking back, I don't think there's anything in this anime that's, like, remotely sexualized at all either. Which is surprising. Because you would think, like, these Shout game out. animes or these RPG animes usually have, like, big titty waifus. And they zoom yeah. in and they're like, oh my yeah. god, her tits are huge. But no, it's literally just some dude walking around half naked because he can't put clothes on. And he has like a bird mask, and he's like, "Yeah, that's that's me." That was <laughs> Jesus. That does sound refreshing. I'm rewatching New Game right now, mm -hmm. and I forgot how many scenes are just like start with just like some girl's ass, <laughs> and I'm like, "This is way more sexualized than I remember." I just remember the fu funny haha, let's build a game with an all girl team. Mm -hmm. The most it does, I think, at all, is when he's in character creator. It just sh shows his character real quick, and it does like. It doesn't like zoom in on his like his junk at all as much, but it like shows like he's, shows like, his balls. He's half naked, but like it just shows like yeah, he's you could tell like he's half naked. That's it. Mm. That's literally it. That's the whole mm. anime. You didn't tell. Just a little. <laughs> you didn't tell. <laughs> but, but anyway, you could tell. Okay, Man's wait. Back in. What what's your sleeper slash what we're so, gonna be watching? Yeah, I mean before. We get to it. Uh, I'm sure we miss a few shows, but I mean that's basically all of our shows. I mean, yeah. last year was such a good year. Like, it was. Uh, mm -hmm. There are so many shows we didn't talk about. Like, there's Pluto that came out. Pluto's fucking awesome. Um, mm -hmm. There's a uh, uh, AOT finished last year as well. <clears throat> um, that was fucking awesome as well. 
and I'm sure I'm missing a ton of other ones. Um, I mean, even just big ass shows like Demon Slayer and stuff. There's a there's a bunch of stuff that we didn't talk about. So yeah, I want to um, say like every single season from this past year, mm-hmm. I probably was watching like five anime. Yeah, it it was really good last year. So uh, we're lucky because this upcoming year is not as good. Not as good. So really, um, so far so far it's been good. Tower of God season two is coming. Yeah, like we're anime, getting though. Tower of God and we're, we're getting solo three. leveling and that's it. So Konosuba <laughs> season three. Yeah, Konosuba I don't three. give a flying fuck. <laughs> I do. You don't want to see more of Aqua's. <laughs> I don't want to see any of Aqua's ass. This squirming, okay. <laughs> um. So my sleeper pick is actually Trigon Stampede, which we already talked about. What? Uh, I actually the show. I actually kind of knew it when you. I we have face cams when we uh do this so we didn't see each other talking. And I saw Ray's expression when Dylan brought up Trigun Stampede. I'm like, oh, that's the show we're going to watch. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to start watching it, actually. Um, <laughs> I was good. I was going to make us watch a different show that none of us had watched. Called X-Arm, or, right? To my knowledge. Called what? Called X-Arm, right? No, it was, <laughs> it's Kids on the Slope. Uh, but I started Ooh, watching slope. it. I started watching it yesterday, and I was like, uh, I don't know if... This is the vibe. So the maybe that, if I finish it and it's good, we'll watch it. But that's the show that started airing last season, right? No, because no. also was old. It's jazz um, music, right? It's yeah. It's about. Um, it's like a high school drama with uh, revolving around like jazz musicians. And so oh. I was like, that might be interesting for me. And I started watching it, and it's okay, but it's a little, uh. It's a little too slice of lifey, like sort of a little mm. chobits, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is a little chobits because it is also old. <laughs> there are some very similar things to chobits <laughs> in the first episode. I was so hoping, I was hoping it was going to be a snowboarding anime. So, <laughs> so um, I decided to not have us watch that. Um, so instead, we're gonna watch Trying Stampede. I already talked about it. Um, I think it's slept on. It's a CG show. We'll see what the boys think in a couple of weeks uh until then thanks for listening guys um follow yeah. us on instagram follow us on the discord and you know the other places that you we're know, on non-existent tumblr <clears throat> we are on tumblr so on, look us up on tumblr Oyasumi <laughs> uh, x anime um we're very active on there so make sure to give us a shout out leave some threads or whatever or whatever secret. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Tumblr Tumblr. <laughs> Reposts. Um, yeah. Any, any let us know thoughts? what you guys think were your top four and a sleeper of the season. I won't yeah. accept any other format. I do want to. I can. Do, I can, do they spin the model around like in Spider? I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that one. That's all. That's the. That's my favorite part. <laughs> do they? Do they show off the, the 3D model of Vash? <laughs> No. Yeah, and he just looks like a fucking Lego. <laughs> they don't Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> opening two Vash. Uh, <laughs> Alright, boys. Thanks for listening. Uh, catch you on the next one. Bye. Thanks, Bye. 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 Bye.